Venus. Venus, that is my third favorite planet. Third from the sun favorite? No. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Tangent Land. I'm your host. I'm your gluten-free host, Brandon Lorello. And I have with me my non-gluten-free, gluten-full guest, Mm -hmm. Yash. Yep. You'd say you eat quite a bit of gluten. Yeah, I'd say gluten is like top three food groups for me. Hmm. I say that, but I don't truly know what gluten is. Is it just like, I think of like bread. Yeah, you're spot on. It's basically, yeah, bread has an insane amount of gluten. It's basically wheat. So Yash is back again. It seems as though the audience really, really likes him. So we had him back uh, another time. And I, th- I, it's I'm starting to feel like Yash is going to be a recurring guest here. We'll see how this episode goes. That makes me feel really nervous. You just set that up like a tryout. Let's get right into things here because Yash and I are running out of things to talk about without our words. Yeah, true. Give me some. Give me a word. Well, let's explain for those of you who are new. Um, this podcast is called Tangent Land, and it's called Tangent Land because we go on tangents. And the best way for us to go on tangents is to be prompted with a word or something that elicits uh, conversation. Conversation. Thank you. You're doing really well so far. Thank you. So we're going to pull up a random word generator, generate a random word, and we're going to use that as a jumping off point for conversations, tangents, hypotheticals. Let's get into it. You name it. I will name it. I'll name you the first word. New word. Pay. Pay. I thought of self-checkout. Okay. Because I went there today and I had to pay at it. Yeah, I know. I see like why you thought of self-checkout. Yep. Um, I mean, when you started explaining that, I thought it was going to be more confusing. I love self-checkout. That was probably like one of the greatest inventions in the past decade. Isn't it strange, though? You're working. You're basically working there. You're a cashier and a bagger, but with no training. You just They're just throwing you out there. Yeah, that's so true. And I think about that when I am like actually in the process of bagging my groceries because I know I don't do it in the right way or like the most optimal way. Do you try? Like, do you try yeah, to I do. bag well I- or? I always do. And I just feel like I don't think that far ahead. Like I kind of go one item at a time and then I get to a certain point and I'm like, oh, if I knew I had this big box of like, I don't know, like popcorn, I would have put that in first. So it starts off very calculated and like geometrically correct. And then as soon as I get to an item, I just forgot about then. Yeah, it just goes downhill. And like, I don't know, like, I mean, you were a cashier before, so maybe you can answer this question. But yeah, not to brag, I, never, I was a cashier. Yeah, you don't have to. I don't. Anyways, like, I don't know where to put the eggs ever. Eggs, I just recently switched to putting them on the bottom. Really? Okay, I've been doing that, but then I just feel like it's like, oh, is it going to get crushed? No, it's, it's very frowned upon to have your eggs on the bottom half of the bag. It was very frowned upon when I was a cashier and a bagger. Just not to brag, but I started as a bagger and I graduated to a cashier. But I, I know you like. I Congrats! No, I, that's cool. Seriously, it's cool. Thanks. 
but the but what I realized was okay. So so we have paper bags now. All the grocery stores in the state have to have paper bags. What I like about the paper bag is it's square. And there's a starting point. With the plastic mm-hmm. bag, you put stuff in and it starts to curl over as soon as you pick it up. Yes, totally. You Especially if saying? they have like a, like a small bottle of something, like a bottle of milk, you know? Yes. It just throws everything off. And it's all lopsided, but with the paper bag, you can it's geometrically sound. I'm like honestly so jealous you have those. I, I like This is making me want to like pack a paper bag of groceries and have like a little baguette sticking out of the front. (laughs) (laughs) Like a really, the really long baguette that just (laughs) kind of like sticks into your, when you're carrying it, it sticks into your armpit because it's so far out of the bag. Yes. Yes. And I just feel like additionally, the smell is probably really good. I can smell a paper bag right now. Are you near one or you? No, just... I mean, I, I, okay, I, I realized how that was misleading. I'm just saying when I can think of it, I can smell it. Oh, okay. That was extremely misleading. I just wanted to back you up on what you said that it was very misleading. New word Venus. Venus, that is my third favorite planet. Third from the sun favorite? No. <laughs> No, I mean, my third (laughs) from the sun is probably. (laughs) Oh, I mean, it's got to be Earth. Your third favorite from the sun? (laughs) I don't even know what that means anymore. (laughs) Is Earth the third from the sun? Yeah, yeah, it is. What does that question mean, though, if if you think about it? Like any every planet is away from the sun, obviously. Right. <laughs> so like your third favorite would just be your third favorite planet. No, the third favorite your third favorite planet from the sun is Earth <laughs> all the time because Earth's the third. There's no other third No, planet if you said it like favorite third planet from the sun. Okay, true. New word. Next word is research. Research. I'm thinking of research papers, like the big one we had to do in like sixth grade. I did one. I did a research project on otters. Really? A whole paper on that? I just can't think of like writing a whole essay on otters. Like what would be like your main paragraphs? Uh, I don't know. How about how an otter sleeps? How it eats? What it eats? Its behavior? Is it playful? Like there's plenty. I mean, that was three pair. That's a full essay right there. Yeah. I also did one on Buzz Aldrin. Um, not too, not like completely certain who that is. Is an astronaut? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I thought, but I didn't want to sound dumb. Because I was thinking of Buzz Lightyear too, and I didn't know if I made like a stupid connection in my head. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. I can't believe you got astronaut right. You must have known. No, yeah, Did I like I'd read the like, paper to you when I wrote it? Uh, you might have. I mean, we spent a lot of time together in middle school doing homework. <laughs> that comes up every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it really shouldn't. It's such a like mundane detail about this. 
doing homework together. Well, it's strictly math homework. Yeah, it's only math. Wait, homework. Kathleen's here. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> when did she get here? She's a co-host. No, it's fine. I'm just wondering when she got here. Just done my homework. Had to come late. <laughs> she been here? Yeah, she was just waiting. <laughs> like, how funny is it that like 20 minutes in the podcast, she just says her first thing. It is kind of funny. Mm. New word. Cord. I thought of extension cord. I didn't even, I yes. like bypassed the whole cord and I thought of extension cord. Because when I think of cord, I think like the extension cord is way more well known. Yeah, I would say it's the most popular cord. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? Accordion? Honda Accord? Cord on the cob? No, that one doesn't work. <laughs> it was good before that. Accordion was good. This is something that I am so dumbfounded <clears throat> by. There are cords that go across the ocean. What do you mean? That is how internet works. But how, what do you mean? The cord in the water, yes, it is in the bottom of the ocean. These cords go across the entire Atlantic Pacific Ocean. The cords are everywhere. Look up cord map. Wait, that's insane. How does it not like get messed up? I don't know because the first thing I typed in was like, What about snapping turtle? (laughs) That's a very good point. I was thinking of sharks, but I guess in this scenario, snapping turtles are more dangerous. Well, it's in the name that they snap things, so... Right, yeah, I I see where you're going with that. Isn't that crazy, though? You think it's all just, like, a a series of extension cords, like you said? I think it's just one long cord. How do they make a cord that big? They probably fold it up like an accordion. (laughs) No? Yeah. Part of that feels like that was a whole setup just so you could tie it back to accordion. I know it wasn't, but... No, it just worked... No, I'll go. Yeah, I wasn't talking. I was letting you go. <laughs> I like, feel bad, though, so you should go. No, I, I was done. I don't even have anything. Where'd you learn this fact, by the way? Is that true? I learned it on the internet, which is the irony of this whole thing, is I learned it from the chords themselves. Like wow, the chords... that's actually crazy to think about. It's like a paradox. Like, yeah. If those chords weren't there, we wouldn't know about it. If those cords weren't across the ocean, we wouldn't even know those cords were across the ocean, which essentially is what you just said. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. New word. Laboratory. I feel like I the first thing I thought of was like a science lab. And I also thought of that like midway. What do they call them? It's not a mudroom. It's a, the space between two doors. Oh, like a corridor? Yeah, sort of like a breezeway. Isn't it like a breezeway? Breezeway? I've never heard that. It's basically like one door opens, it closes, and then the next door opens. Oh, okay. So, yeah, like a corridor? Like a breezeway. So, that space, you go into it, the door closes, it like shoots water at you, or like cleaning solution at you. Oh, And like make sure that you're really clean before you go into the laboratory. I'm not a science guy, like I've been saying on these podcasts, but like what even could be happening that they need to do that? Well, if you don't want to contaminate your your cylinders. 
graduated cylinders. Yeah, yeah. Educated cylinders. There's a funny joke about that. You're just going to say there's a funny joke and not say the joke? Well, I don't remember it exactly, but something about like a cylinder, like graduating school. You I know? can't imagine it's that funny. <laughs> It was like, what do you call a shape that just finished high school? That's not it, but it's something like that. And it would be a graduated cylinder. Yeah. I'm going to look it up right now. I searched graduated cylinder joke, and the first one was the 10 best graduated cylinder jokes. How's there 10 of these? The 10 best? So there's all, no, there's more than 10. There's the 10, there's 10 terrible ones too. Right. Okay. I don't know exactly what I was thinking of, so. One, just, just tell us the out. number one. No, just tell us the number one graduated cylinder joke. It's got to be funny. Okay, okay, okay. Well, now, now I feel under pressure. It's okay. You can just read what's in front of you. There's no numbers on this website. It's really ratchet. They made, they made <laughs> a swear, ten. I, I swear. They made There's a no ten there. best. Come on, we gotta we gotta sync up at some point here. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Kathleen is the joke. Kathleen is leaning away from her mic so she doesn't so she's not laughing into it. <laughs> oh my god. No Can you read us? Don't anyone to know I'm here. <laughs> she's the co-host but doesn't want anyone to know she's actually here. <laughs> I want to hear the joke though. She works in silence. I already X'd out of the tab. There's no way we're getting <laughs> no. to it. Just reopen last app. It's a super easy shortcut. Just reopen last tab. Well, I extended Chrome, so I'd have to open that up again. Yeah, you can reopen last Chrome. <laughs> <laughs> New word. Calendar. How do you envision like a calendar? When I think of a ca- like when I think of a calendar in my head, I visualize it as like a bunch of blocks, right? Like a calendar splits them out into squares, right? Yep. When you think of the days of the week, how do you envision them in your head? That's such a good question. I think I envision it as like a, like one row of blocks. Same. I do the same yeah. thing. That's weird. I never really broke it down like that, but I think I do that. Some people have asked some of my other friends, they think of it in a circle. Really? So no like way. in like, like a, a clock? Yes. Yes. So like wow. Monday is Monday is like 12 o'clock. Two o'clock is Tuesday. Two two is o'clock day. Yeah, I like that one. And how do you think of the time, like the hours of a day? On a clock. I mean, that one's <laughs> kind of easy. <laughs> you think of that as in a clock too? I think of it as a straight line. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I do. What about months? It's not weird. Of the year. Months I do in a circle. Like a clock. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I do months in a circle. <laughs> I mean, I guess that makes sense because there's 12 of them. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's fascinating to, th- to think about how other people envision these like time units that we have. Yeah, totally. I've never thought about it that way. Have you ever seen those tweets where I, I hate them so much, but they're just like, oh, Thursday gives like 8 p.m. vibes. <laughs> what does that like, mean? Dude, yeah, because it's like, like three-fourths of the way there. Like, there's, like, a reason that these two things are correlated. Right. Because it's, like, like, getting close to the end of the week. Yeah, it's, like, Thursday gives off October vibes. Like, yeah, (laughs) I know. (laughs) Like, if you lined up the days of the week with the months, 
and each <laughs> exactly. one gets one, it's most likely to land on October. Yeah. But the ones that I do enjoy are the ones that are like, they're more relatable to me and they're not as obvious. Like, like math gives off blue vibes to me. Really? Like if I were to pick a binder for math class, I always went blue. True. Me too. I also did that. Dark blue. Yep. Science was like orange. Or green, maybe. Green, yeah, green. green. There but you I go. would save green for social studies because of Earth, you know? Oh. Uh, but you wouldn't save green for science because of Earth? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, that's a good point. New word. Door. There's like a billion different ways we could go here. Yeah, but what did you think of first? Uh, well, I just thought of an, like my bedroom door just because I'm like literally looking at it. Is it looking at you? Mm, not really. It's like kind of like a 30 degree angle. Okay. What kind of door are you like excited about? What What kind of door excites you? Probably automatic. Sliding. I also realized that's not my favorite type of door. Because of then I thought of revolving doors. I that is exactly Kathleen shaking her head too. I like I was those. About revolving doors. Do you like the ones that are like automatically always revolving, or do you want like the manual push ones? I don't like the push because then it push comes to shove. Right. No, I mean I can't argue with you there, but I just feel like the automatic one is kind of scary. But doesn't the push one, it relies on you to work as a team with random strangers? Like, um, what if I don't like their push speed? Yeah, yeah. no, you're right. You could definitely run into some issues there. I haven't before, personally, but I could see how that could happen. Yeah. Because I've seen little children go in there and push it as fast as they can. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't want to go through my revolving door that quickly. Yeah. When you say it like that, I'm kind of surprised I haven't been in like a revolving door accident before. It's kind of dangerous. Makes you appreciate the day to day that you didn't like, like, aren't you appreciative that up until now you haven't gotten hurt in a revolving door accident? Yes. It's kind of like when you like, <clears throat> when you get sick then you're like, oh, I wish I appreciated the time that I didn't have a stuffy nose. Right. That's a, that was actually a, the, one of your best analogies, I think. I think so, too. Do you like the doors that, like, when, the way you walk it is, like, you push a button or you turn the little knob? Our listeners can't see, but I'm making, like, a turning knob motion to Brendan over Zoom right now. And the listeners can't see how confused my face is, even after seeing that visual demonstration. That like, I'm not. talking about, like, a room door. Like a bedroom door, you know how sometimes you just like push a button and then sometimes you just twist the thing? Um, I'm curious about the push a button, that kind of language. Uh, oh, man, I didn't think I would have to explain this further. It's like just in- instead of where like a normal lock would be on a doorknob, it's just in the middle of the doorknob and it's a button and you push it in. I've never you have th- you have these in your house. It's not a button. It's like, I think the button thing is throwing you off. It's just like, I guess it is a button. It kind of is a button, yeah. I would say it's a button. Yeah, I don't know how else I would describe it, but it's not the button you're thinking of. I don't think, Brendan. It's a little click. So there's no handle or doorknob? It's a butt. is some sort of... It's a door... No, it's a doorknob, but in the middle of the doorknob, there's a button, 
and you press the button inward and then it sticks inwards when it's locked and then oh. you turn them yeah you're talking about <laughs> locking a door i think i didn't say lock at first but then midway through i said lock but i don't know if you heard me which is a key word to this so yeah that would have helped a lot if a lock key word goldilocks oh kathleen said keyword well, Yash said it, oh, and then I repeated it. Word. you know, key. Doorbuster? Mm. Oh, my God. How are you guys doing this right Blockbuster. now? Blockbuster. Yash, I want to thank you so much. I'm just really? trying to make this sound genuine, yeah. I want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast again. It has been such a pleasure. What was that? Just sounding genuine. <laughs> that that didn't sound anything like anything. I don't even know what that was. You don't think that's can you run sound- that? Can you run that back? Can you do that again? No, no, because genuine is all about just like the first time you say it. Like I could never say it that way again because that's the most genuine I could have said it. That would make it disingenuine. No, I'm telling you, dis was genuine. <laughs> I like knew you were gonna do that. Really? Kind of. I guess we'll just that, run the that in genuine. I guess we'll just run the outro. Yeah, go for it. I'm ready. Since uh, we're so close to having outro music, but for the in the meantime, people have really liked the us making our own outro music. So we're gonna. Is continue. that true? Yeah. Um. So true. I see what you're doing here. That's your disingenuous voice. Da da ba da 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 tangent land.